it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. The 10-year-old girl in Ohio that was taken to Indiana for an abortion. Uh, well, she's, she's had the abortion. That's what I was going to say. That this is, I was watching the arraignment video of this, this animal, Gerson Fuentes, who's in the country illegally. I would play the video of the Spanish-language reporter that managed to track down this little girl's mother who seems to be defending the rapist. This is so beyond bizarre. But I've noticed something. And I noticed it just before I came on the program, so I didn't pull a lot of the audio uh, for radio. I sent some of it for, for TV. That's gonna be, this is going to be my monologue tonight, my argument tonight on, on Salem News Channel. And uh, we'll have more of it on Monday. But if you notice something, the media is attacking pro-life Republicans as if pro-life Republicans, Catholics, Christians, pro-life Jews, there are pro-life Jews, people of science who come to pro-life because of science, I am one of them. They're attacking, 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 attacking using this this one story, this one horrific story, where each and every one of us, this is all I could think about when I was running this morning. The best stuff I, I, I come up with for this program, I don't wear earbuds when I run, I just let my mind wander. But all I could think about this morning was this story, this case. That we as a society, we as pro-life conservatives had to cut, had to had to pray on it, or wrestle with it, or wrestle and pray, depending which angle you you come at this from. That this was really a horrific test of what we believe. Remember that phrase, "safe, legal, and rare." Remember that? That was the Clinton's triangulation on abortion. Safe, legal, and rare. There was no rare. There was never a rare. We've been moving abortion from a woman finding out she's pregnant. When in the minds of many, it's just a clump of cells. To literally terminating fully viable human beings at 30, 35, 40 weeks during labor. And never once have I ever heard anybody with any real medical expertise explain why you have to perform an abortion that late in the game to save the life of the mother. Why not just induce labor and birth the child? No one's ever explained why you have to crack its little skull open. 
Why you have to suck its little brains out, stop its little beating heart, and throw its little body away like medical waste to save the life of the mother. No one's ever been able to explain that to me. So what went from the sexual revolution? If it feels good, do it. Love is love. Love wins. Any love is good love. You know, when they say, when someone says, you know who says age is just a number? Old women and pedophiles. But I noticed something here. Nobody's attacking the pedophile here. They're attacking me, Jim Jordan, a whole host of others. I want you to listen to this 43-second clip from Chris Hayes over at MSNBC. Nobody's attacking the rapist. Play that. Earl's mother began the process of helping her 10-year-old daughter. She could have gotten an abortion in Ohio. It wasn't until those justices on the court wrote their decision that this child who had been raped had to flee across state lines like she was the criminal. There is an enormous, unfathomable human tragedy at the center of this story. Thank God this 10-year-old girl did not have to carry this pregnancy to term. And let's be clear-eyed about what the anti-abortion Republican Party wants. They want a world in which that child would be forced to carry her rapist baby. And that is the world and the country they are making. If the doctors said that she physically couldn't carry this child, that she could die herself, that both of them would ultimately die. That's one of those exceptions, extreme exceptions. Notice there's no mention of the rapist. There's no, they're not mad at the rapist. They're not mad at the illegal immigrant scumbag, low-life, subhuman. Do you know what I think the penalty should be for this? Because we had to snuff out a new life. He should lose his life as well. He should lose his life as well. He raped a 10-year-old child. He created a new life in that rape that had to now be extinguished because the child is 10 years old. He should lose his life. And if I could, I would stand in front of the death chamber and I would condemn his soul to hell. I would look him right in the eyes and I would say, you, sir, are going to hell. You don't deserve to go to a heaven where a life that you created was returned to God, you, sir, are going to hell. And I wish the worst for you. I wish the worst of the inferno on you. For eternity. I say that with, you want to talk about being clear-eyed, Chris Hayes? How come you don't have the courage? How come you don't have the courage to condemn the rapist? No one has the courage to condemn the rapist. Nobody has any questions as to why the mother is defending him. I have to ask, is she in the country legally? I have to ask, I don't know. 
Notice how easy it is to distract the media. Listen to him. He's stereotyping Latinos. Settle down, Taco Jill. Nobody has any bad words for the rapist. Their only anger, their only anger is that conservatives who support life. That's it. When I was running this morning, I just... There was no good outcome here that I can think of. But their only anger is for people like me. They would never say, well, this is the reason why we have to shut down the border. We would never, they would never say it. This one story, according to Democrats, according to people like Chris Hayes, should open the floodgates of never ending partial birth abortion. Or else. You condemn a 10-year-old rape victim. Why don't you condemn the rapist? I was going to play it. I actually put it, again, put it in my monologue for tonight in my argument on Salem News Channel. I could play the clip here. It's just a couple of gunshots. But if you want to read the full story, if you want to read the full story, it's at KHOU television in Houston, Texas. I will read to you a portion of it. Headline, father shoots teens who attempted to rob vehicle with infants in back seat. HCSC says deputy uh, says deputies say the father and his two infants uh, had his two infants in the back seat when the would-be robbers opened the doors to their car. Two 16-year-olds are in the hospital after being shot during an attempted robbery of a family. According to Harris County Sheriff's Office, the shooting happened just after midnight Monday after a family pulled into their driveway at the 600 block of Feather Creek Drive in northwest Harris County. Investigators say the family had just gotten home when two teens opened the doors to the family's car. The family's one-year-olds were where the family's one-year-olds were sitting. The father, who happened to be armed, fired shovel shots through the rear window, hit both suspects, according to deputies. His wife then continued driving to get away from the suspects, according to Sheriff Ed Gonzalez. The would-be robbers were then picked up by someone and dropped off at the hospital, investigators say. No one with the family was injured in the botched robbery. This father saved the life of his two infant children from a would-be carjacking. Well, Andrew, they were 16 years old. They wouldn't have hurt the children. How the hell do you know? How the hell do you know that they wouldn't have panicked and abandoned the car with two screaming babies in the back? How the hell do you know? I'm not waiting around. But nobody ever says, wow, wow, look at that, Democrats. If we didn't have a Second Amendment, if we had imposed the restrictions they have in Canada now making handguns illegal, what would have happened to these two one-year-olds? Did you see the video of that guy getting robbed at gunpoint in Philadelphia? Not only repelling the guy tackling to the ground, being able to reach his weapon and shoot the other guy who had the gun trained on him. 
That guy should be dead, I guess, according to the Democrats. And no gun should be legal. Yeah, it's a funny, funny way how criminals seem to still get them. But no matter how many stories there are of people who save their own lives or the lives of their families, their children with a firearm, the idiots on the left come out and go, you're more likely to get killed with your own gun. Notice what, notice what almost honor they put on the criminal. In their minds, the criminal is superior. And you know what? Criminal dead, you dead, what's the difference? They put no value on your life. I guarantee you wherever Chris Hayes goes, somebody's got his back. I guarantee you right now, he's across the street. I'm sitting right across the street from Radio City Music Hall, 30 Rock. I'm sitting right across the street. I guarantee he's in his office prepping his TV show. And I guarantee you there are armed guards between 6th Avenue and his office. His life matters because he's on TV. Your life doesn't matter. The way the Democrats look at self-defense, well, if the criminal dies or you die, what's the difference? The difference is I'm not the freaking criminal. That's the difference. The difference is you drag me into combat. You watch. This guy in Philadelphia will probably be charged. Guy in Texas, not so much. They don't believe in self-defense. They believe in the state having only the power. And if you die, you die. Oh, well. But they never say, look at this story, my God. This should start a national conversation on why we need the Second Amendment. No, 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 gun bans. This story in Ohio is horrible. But notice how the media is focused on the wrong bad guy. Conservatives aren't the bad guy. Gershon Fuentes is the bad guy. Weintick 695 Patriot 9572874. He deserves the death penalty if found guilty. Forget deportation. Death penalty. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West, on Sirius XM Patriot, Channel 125.